Hello everybody, welcome to episode 12 of the Boys in the Basement podcast. This week coming to you from a snow-tinged, mince-pie-filled world underground. And in this snow-tinged, mince-pie-filled world, you'll find me, the little Saint Nick of the basement, a man with a sack full of goodness to smear on your little faces. And where you'll find little Saint Nick, you'll also find some little helpers with cheeks as rosy as the day is long, and some stockings red and green, and some bells on their shoes. Say hello, helpers! Hello! And where you find all this festive cheer, you'll also find the Grinch, and in the corner... Wearing nothing but a scowl and more body hair than is healthy on a man of his age is our very own Grinch, Mr. Noor. Good evening, Liam. That's my favourite introduction so far. Really? Thank you very much. What a show we got lined up for you today. We've got some absolutely fantastic music. We've got guests coming in. We've got Mr. Noor coming out. We've also got mince pies, dime bars, pizzas, the works. But we've also got some bad news that we need to deal with very shortly. So, ooh. No one joined in with my ooh. I felt a bit lonesome there. Shall we cover off instantly the bad news we've got to get out of the way? It's devastating. It's de- a nation weeps. A nation is upset. Uh, Mr. Parton is here, your loyal, brilliant host. Mr. North is here, our other host. This leaves one person who isn't here. Unfortunately, at this time of year, um, very much uh, the police are upping their drink drive campaign. And unfortunately, Mr. Swan, uh, earlier on today, on the way to the show... Uh, he he was drinking and driving. Um, he had an accident. He mowed down some children, um, and he he can't be with us for today's show. So uh, we do uh, extend our, our sympathies to the families of the people that have been hurt with this. Liam, you're so. going too far with this. No, just no, he's just ill. He's just ill. He's just loafing about, convalescing, fingering himself. All the things you usually associate with that dirty little Welsh wretch. So he's not here for the show. And in these situations, you've got to respond with like I suppose candor and promotional acumen, and sort of think, what are we going to do? What we did is went. And we just thought, well, we've got guests coming on. Let's just promote our guests to presenters of the show. So introducing our presenters for the show, Barry Mundy. G'day, everybody. How you doing? He's all the way from Australia. We'll be talking to him later. And our other guest is our Department of Audio and Visual Engineering. It's Dave. Good evening, everyone. So they're our presenters for this show. But Mr. Swan has not forgotten us. As Being ill is terrible, but he has managed to send us a little, what would you call it, an address to the nation? An Mr. address North? to the nation, a press release. He's, he's issued a press release, which Mr. North will now uh, read. This is Mr. Swan's input to the show. Okay. Dear listeners, I would like to apologise for my absence from tonight's episode. If I could be there, I would. But unfortunately, in keeping with the theme of one man, no luck, I've come down with a bad case of flu and lost my voice. I'm not happy at all to miss the show, but at the same time, it's not fair for you all to have to wait any longer for the next instalment, so the show must go on without me. But I'll leave you in the more than capable hands of Mr. Part and Mr. North. Now, don't be put off by this. I know it is a daunting prospect, but I have total faith in their ability to conduct themselves with a usual degree of decorum and style, even without me there to keep them on the straight and narrow. So sit back and enjoy what I'm sure will be another fantastic episode, and I promise I'll be back soon. Best wishes all, Mr. Swan. Oh, I feel inspired by those words. It's like a wartime address from a Prime Minister. I feel touched, but I am a bit worried about this show because it's been cursed right from the get-go. We are recording this show three days late, aren't we? Yes. Because I got snowed on the Isle of Wight, and you, you got angry. I got very angry because I, let, I set aside my whole Monday afternoon for you coming round with the Department of Audio Visual... What is it called? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've got Drunken North to look forward to again. No, no. Uh, I set aside the whole afternoon on Monday ready for you to come round. Yeah. And you didn't. No. And about seven o'clock, I phoned you and said, where are you? Oh, I'm on the Isle of Wight putting up a Christmas tree. I'm not going to be there. Yeah, good Christmas tree it was. I was putting up a tree with Lady Eagle. And then I finally did make it back to the Isle of Wight. It turns out all our new equipment that I ordered hadn't come. And do you know why it hadn't come? Because you're Snow. rubbish. 
No, because I forgot to order it. Yes, so we had no orange. equipment for our Department of Audio Visual Engineering to have a look at, which was bad. And then, on top of that, my computer broke today. My phone broke today, so I couldn't contact anyone to tell them what was happening with the show. And then my printer broke, so I couldn't print anything off as well. So our entire running order for the show is written on my left hand and consists of four, frankly, terribly scrawled words, <laughs> very much in keeping with the card that I gave you earlier. Was that a nice card? Yeah, he gave me a I'm sorry for being um, late by two days card, which was a sorry for your um, you, good luck in your retirement card. Nice, nice. Yeah, but I wrote you a lovely message in that card. You did. Yeah, yeah. and because uh, I promised you that I would make it better that I wasted your life on Monday. So yeah. but we're all here now in the basement. It's obviously Mr. Swan. That's the other bit of bad luck. We've, forgot, we've forgotten about him already. You know, things move <laughs> on as they do. So anyway, we are finally here in the basement. And I think it is going to be a good show, but a little bit different. As you say, we've got some uh, people in the room. And there's a little man I forgot to introduce <laughs> earlier on. Who it seems it's become tradition for the show to, me for, to forget to introduce him. Slouched, elegantly slumped on our subterranean sofa is a man, a noble man. And when you hear the word noble, you think of one man and one man only. You think of Jeffrey Hillman. Give us so hello. Hello. He's far away from the mic because he's he's just slouch drinking strongbow. I just said, come around, we've got pizza and beer. And he was like, yeah, all right then. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah. So he's on the sofa. We'll be chatting to him a little bit more later because we have had some emails about his uh, charity work he's been doing. Um, and if you want to email the show, Liam at boysinthebasementpodcast.com. Also in the room, we have, as I said, our Department of Audio and Visual Engineering, which as an acronym is DAVE. So Dave, hello. Hello. Have I already just been introduced? Yeah, but I did it twice. (laughs) All right, okay. So Dave, because our show has been... Well, how would you describe our current technical setup? Poor. (laughs) Well, okay, it's cutting. It's to the point. So he's come in to sprinkle a little bit of stardust. Unfortunately, the one bit I had to deal with was ordering the equipment, which, as we've spoken about, I failed miserably at. (laughs) It was just one thing, though. Yeah, but I brought pop shields. We've all got pop shields today. Let's all give three cheers for the pop shields. Hip, 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 hip. Hey! So that's the most celebrated pop shows in the history of ever. So Dave is in. He's going to have a look at our sound. There's not really a lot he can do because we didn't get the new equipment. So effectively, he's become our presenter. And we've also got a, a, a traveller from far, far away, from a galaxy far, far away. It's Barry Mundy. How you doing? All right? Yeah, very good. You've come all the way from Australia, haven't you? Yeah, I've come over from Melbourne. I've got family over here. And um, we listen to the podcast out there. And um, I'm just stoked to be here. It's... Uh... A little bit unusual, because it's not quite what I imagined, but... Um, In what you know, way, Barry? Um, it's kind of like the reverse of the TARDIS. Oh, I'll take that. So it's smaller than you imagined. It's small, but uh, perfectly formed. Well, thank you. Are you talking <laughs> about the basement or, or me? Or well, because you're Eagle. standing up, um, oh, well. you know where my eyes are looking. And I'm very well dressed today as well, because I had a photo shoot this morning, which... Because um, me and Dave were in a band together, and um, we went for a photo shoot this morning, didn't we, Dave? We certainly did. And um, Barry, you, 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 no, you don't know this lad, he's, uh, he's called Simon, he's our singer. He forgot to turn up today, which we are... I mean, what do you think about that? That's, he just left us in the cold in Ember. That's just a bloody travesty. So me and Dave are still dressed in suits and like ties and stuff, and our singer, we don't know where well, he is. Are you going to bin him off? Beat him off. Bin him off. <laughs> Bit, oh, well. Get rid of him. We're in negotiations uh, with our uh, record company. Well, so. I know a good singer if you need a stand-in. Yeah, superb. Barry's saving the day already. Already. And actually, my day has been, frankly, ridiculous from start to finish. Because I got very cold this morning on this photo shoot. And my ears went red. Really red. And I had to be rubbed by my friend. And we ended up in, a, in an off-license. Sorry, what? Yeah. <laughs> my ears got rubbed. Matt was rubbing my oh, ears. Right. Yeah, Matt, who's another person from our band. He was rubbing my ears because I, I don't do well in the cold. And then my phone deleted itself. The whole two years of my life has been deleted. Now, that, for me, two years of my life involves women, debauchery, unwanted pregnancies, angry parents, angry boyfriends, death threats, all of this. It's all been deleted, which 
Actually, it could Did be you just quite say cleansing. Angry boyfriends. Yeah, sometimes I cause a bit of annoyance amongst the people with the XY chromosome. It doesn't end at all well for me because of my prolific waves of sore. But I've been totally cleansed now. Oh, I see what you mean. You mean girls' boyfriends? Yeah, not, yeah, not, not your boyfriends. Boyfriend. No, no, my boyfriends are never angry because I treat them right, treat them mean, keep them keen. Oh yes. So all of that's gone. I've got no rude pictures on my phone anymore. Uh, no. Uh, 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 uh. No, you've had. One- <laughs> You've Dave, what are you trying to say? Uh, I don't know. I'm not really trying to say. <laughs> yeah, anything. I have had one recent. That is the thing yeah, I've been told. Yeah, because she's lovely, the Lady Eagles. No, I can't tell her. I can't <laughs> say that she sent me rude pictures because it's personal. You just yeah, so it's not like I've, it's not like I've come on my radio show and just announced it to the nation. That's why I wasn't supposed to mention that. Then. No, don't worry about that. We'll oh, okay. we'll deal with it. We'll cover it up. We'll just move on quickly. That's how things. No, we'll just we'll just we'll edit it out. It's fine. We'll just yeah, say yeah, something yeah. mean about Mr. North. Uh, I've got nothing on you this week. No. No. I think he's a very charming lad. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, yes. Without Mr. Swan here, no, everything's no, turned. This is good. No, no. Since episode 10, I've now got fan mail. People like me. <laughs> the, only, the only negative thing so far is that I've been accused of OCD for clearing pizza off the floor. Yeah, who dropped yeah. all that pizza? Yeah. You did. Only by accident. Yeah. And my basement is smaller than it looks. Yeah, okay, and things have really turned around for you. You need to have a look at your literature upstairs as well. There's some very dodgy literature up. Yeah, what what particularly concerned you, Barry? Um, probably Hitler's autobiography. No, I told um, you I hadn't got that. Well, there were a couple of books up there. Which they were, were biographies. Funnily enough, turned <laughs> turned around because it turns out that uh, Mr. North's got a couple of Polish neighbours. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they won't approve of the Hitler books. You not think? No. No, it turns out Polish people don't approve of Hitler. Full stop. Oh, where does oh, that gas tank go in your front room? No, come on. No, I told you. I told you. These <laughs> yes. things, I told you things. I did the switcheroo. <laughs> right, we're back on track now. Oh, we, were we ever on track? I'll just tell you what we haven't done. If you want to visit our website, www.boysinthebasementpodcast.com. If you want to email us, Liam at boysinthebasementpodcast.com. If you want to follow me on Twitter, where do you go, Mr. North? You go to Twitter. Oh, what were you, why were you a bit slow answering there? Because you asked me a question just as I was having a sip of, of um, Carlsberg this week. Oh, okay, right. So as you were drinking, so where would we go for Twitter? Uh, you go to Twitter and you, yeah. you find you at at Partonian. No, it's not how it works. <laughs> I don't know. But I don't I'm not even, the technical I don't department. even care about Twitter anymore. You've ruined it for everyone. Why is You've, it at Partonian? Look, let's all just calm down. We've all had a bit to drink, mostly Mr North, but it's time for us to play a song and bring a bit of calm back, I think, because we've got brilliant music lined up for the show and our first song is going to be from some of our heroes, some of our friends, some of our beautiful, beautiful people we had in the basement on episode four. It is Everything But Arms who have been busy in the studio recording their new album, which is coming out next year, and they've sent me very kindly a bit of a taster, a bit of a sort of a preview of what's coming up. And this song is called Not In The Mood For Kiwi, and it's going to be from their forthcoming album, Don't Tell Alan. So have a listen to this and see what you think, and afterwards we'll be back to um, build bridges with our Australian listeners, and uh, we're going to find out a few things about the beautiful island of Australia.
say I try too hard to try and make this work. I can never hold you down to a chance you cannot miss. Just one more kiss. Don't waste my time with your other wishes. Don't waste my time with your hidden misses. Don't waste my time. Cause you're always in control. You're thinking that you're right. I gotta tell you. Everything but arms there with the song, not in the mood for Kiwi, and we'd like to dedicate that to Mr. Swan, and we wish him a speedy recovery. And if you'd like to find out more about Everything But Arms, and why the bloody hell wouldn't you, go to myspace.com slash everythingbutarms. And if you'd like to know more about a little place called Australia, well, you're in luck, because in the basement is a man, a man from Australia. He trekked here. It was like the novel Walkabout, with that lovely... It was Jenny or Gutter got naked, didn't she? I think she did, yeah. Yeah, well, well, there's more to Australia than just naked English actors. And our guest, Barry Monday, is going to tell us all about it. So, boys in the basement, round of applause for Barry Monday. Thank you. Thank Woo! you. Go Thank Barry. you very much. Hello, Barry. You are sat there with a look of befuddlement and bemusement because obviously you've come to our country yeah. and this is how you've been treated. You've been taken underground yeah. in a rough manner yeah. and you've been approached by the very curt man, Mr. North, there, who's treated you, I think awfully um and you're now underground i mean obviously because i'm excited to have a fan of the show who's come away from australia so how did you find out about us man well i've got relatives over here um who live locally and they sent me the link to the podcast and said well um you've got to get yourself over here if you like it and there's a few people i think that listen to it over there um and i just thought well i've got to come over i've come over for christmas to spend christmas with my family um and you might hear that i'm struggling with a bit of a cold because this english weather is messed up (laughs) man I don't know what goes on here, but less than an inch of snow, and the place grinds to a halt. Well, how long have you been here? Well, I've been here about five months now. Five months? Yeah. Uh, okay. You came over for Christmas. Yeah, well... In June. It's a bit of... You know what the Aussies are like. We like to travel. There's probably about somewhere in the region of 400,000 Australians travelling at any one time. Oh, okay. Making the, world, stuff. Making the world look untidy. How dare <laughs> have you? Have you been to Oz? Yeah, twice. Where have you been? Making the place look untidy. Um, all over. I've been um, Melbourne. You can say Sydney. that with a straight face and a beer in your hand like that, can you? <laughs> yeah. Where carry you, on, carry you, on. But where have you I been? Intimi- oh, no. I feel intimidated now. Yeah? <laughs> where have you been? I've been to Sydney, Melbourne, Perth, Adelaide. 
cans. Okay. Cans. You've got you to say cans like that. If you say cans, yeah, cans. Ca- cans you get That's in off. France, isn't it? Cans. Yeah. You got, I went on that train that went from Sydney to Perth. Okay. Long second time. longest. Second longest. Second longest train. Yeah. took three days. Yeah, man. Mr. North looked like under pressure then. He was being like interrogated on his Australian <laughs> knowledge by an actual Australian. And I think you did quite well. Because I've never been to Australia. The only, my only way of understanding Australia is neighbours and home and away. And no, once here, I watched Australian Grand Prix. And I think, this is what I think of Australia. <laughs> Very sunny. Yep. Beautiful women. Yeah. Lovely food. Uh-huh. And everyone's just really upbeat and has barbecues all the time. Everyone's pretty stoked all the time, yeah. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. It, I mean, it's, it's a good place to live. I mean, when you went over there, uh, Northy, what did you, what did you like? What was your favourite city? Uh, Melbourne's my favourite city. Really? Because they had, like, the, the culture of Europe. Uh-huh. Um, but with all the... We've got the seaside. It's got... Um, it's got all the great sporting venues, the Grand Prix, the tennis, yeah. um, two massive stadiums, the cricket, MCG is amazing. Yeah, yeah that'll be where I live. Don't mention the cricket at the moment. Yeah. Oh, actually, yeah. <laughs> now, I don't know anything Not about yet. sport, but I, I know that someone called cricket. Swanee yeah. did something good. Also, Swanee bowled north out uh, the other day for 20... He got Ah! Well, he bowled him for 22. So there's a cricketer named after Mr Swan and, and a cricketer named after Mr North. Yeah. And Swanee beat North. Swanee yeah. bowled North, yeah. Ah, okay. And North is now likely to be dropped. You better watch it, Mr <laughs> North. I'm pointing at you. I've got the sort of... I look like a judge. I'm just going to put a hanky on my head. Send him down. Okay, but, you know, that's about you because Barry's come all the way here. You love the podcast, we've established that, and why wouldn't you? It's yeah. a brilliant... I mean, do you get our English humour? Is it quite similar to Australian humour? Yeah, we get a lot... Well, I mean, we get a lot of British comedians coming over. Um, you I get a lot of British TV as well, Yeah, yeah, you? I mean, I suppose, you know, like, like most Brits might think Australia's like neighbours or home and away. You could say the same thing about Coronation Street or EastEnders. You okay. know, that could be an Aussie's view you of, probably get of, those of the UK. Australia, well, we do, though, yeah, we get them on Channel 9. Channel 9? <laughs> are you familiar with it? Uh, no. That's where they show the cricket. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, See, Northy knows his stuff, man. I'm impressed with yeah. North. I have spent 10, 12 weeks in Australia. Well, long enough to know when the cricket is on which channel. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> he doesn't get out much. Yeah, some holiday, that boy. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. No, no, he stayed in so his family could go out and have a good time. Uh, we'll put him in front of the TV watching the cricket and we'll go out and have some fun. And then they just came back and the house was immaculately tidied. Now, Barry, you've listened to the shows from yeah. pretty much the start? Yeah, from, from day one. Well, when my, um, my relatives sent over the, uh, the links to the podcast, I started to listen to it. And uh, it was just podcast number two, uh, Shambolic something or other, I think it was called. I took <laughs> that issue that accusation it. could be levelled at all of them. Well, <laughs> I took issue with a couple, of, um, a couple of the more derogatory remarks you made about Australia. Who in particular? Um, I think it was you and probably Swanee actually. Yeah, mostly Swanee. It was mostly Swanee. He's he's out of control. I think you, you um, know, his uh, ego goes away sometimes. There was a very anti Antipodean feel about it. So okay. um, what I did was I thought, well, you boys need to know a little bit more about Australia, mm-hmm. um, and I've put together a little quiz for you. Ooh! Mm. So pens and papers at the ready. Liam, have you got a buzzer? Yeah. I've got a sort of like yeah. a buzzer. Okay. What's your buzzer? That's good. That's very much mm. like a QI type buzzer. Thank you. However, yeah. that is the only one. So from now <laughs> I'm on, the only one with a buzzer. The quiz is skewed in my favour. Well, here we go. We'll start. We'll Have start a go. Off, see, okay. see how well, easy. First it is. of all, you know where Australia is, right? No. Yes. Yeah. No, I'm pretty sure. It's I know. down under Southern Hemisphere, oh, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, give me your guess as to what you think the population of Australia is. I think it's um, about six million. Mm. Right, six from north. Seven million. Seven five million. Five. Jeff's is five. I'd say more like 30. Well, I'm going to have to give it to Dave. It's 26 million. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. We were well off. Shame. 26 that's shameful, million. man. That's wow. shameful. <laughs> well, here we go with another one then. How many kangaroos are there down under? I'd say there was probably. 10 million. About, 
Uh, 10 right. million is probably a little higher. Pardon I'm thinking 10 million. Seeing as less than 30,000 was what was required. Um, Dave, I'm loving I, I, this far too much. I, I, I'm, I'm going to go with about 10,000. I think sure? f- 5 million. So we've got 5 from Northy, 10 from Liam. I'll just go 11 then. 11, 11 what, 11 in total? <laughs> no, 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 yeah, no. One for public appearances, <laughs> one woman, one man, and then another just in case one gets run over. They're like pudsy 11, bears. 11 million. Well, done. Right. well, the answer is 26 million. 26 oh, million. Wow. Jeff won. Yeah, oh, Jeff, brilliant. you win that by default. Yes. Well done. Hang on, so there's 26 Maybe. million kangaroos, mm-hmm. and how many people? 25 million people. Oh, I got my millions confused with yeah, thousands. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so in the same vein then... Yeah. Sheep. How many <laughs> sheep are there in Australia? Isn't New Zealand forty the million? Forty million from Northy. Twenty oh, million. Twenty million. Would there be more kangaroos or more sheep? I suppose sheep are farms. So there's probably more of them. Mm. Okay. Oh, I'm, I'm going to go with fifty million. Fifty million. Okay. Fifty million sheep. Forty-five million. Forty-five. <laughs> Forty-seven. <laughs> the answer is hundred and twenty million. Bloody wow. Yeah. That's a lot of sheep. Yeah. So I've heard the, there's, the there's more winner. camels than there are kangaroos in Australia. So is that 26 million and one? <laughs> so who gets a point for that then? No, no one. There's no, right, it's not okay. a question. <laughs> he's losing the quiz, so he's no. just making up questions. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's trying to lose said 45. I am not a competitive 45. person. Jeff, Jeff said 45 million, I think, so he gets it there. So Jeff's leading the way. Yeah, Jeff. Mm, right, and <laughs> finally then, how many cattle? It's a theme to these questions. farming orientated quiz here. But that's all we got out there, you know? Farms? Yeah. That is it. 70 million. Just have a pop. Um, 60 million. 69. <laughs> Everyone loves 69. Million. Come on, Dave. Oh, I'm going to say 50 million. I think there'll be less. Mr. North gets it. It's 60 yes. million. 60 million. Oh. How about that? Okay. Is that the end of the quiz? Well, I think that'll do it for now. You look all kind of beaten out. <laughs> I declare Jeff the winner. Oh, brilliant. Yeah, he won. Well, well done, Jeff. Thank Congratulations. You. Yeah. Oh, you can thank sit. you very much. Go and lie down again. I'll be the last one to die, but I just ate it. He just stood up, strode over it like a matador, <laughs> swept my mic, loomed over me, and then won the quiz. And I just feel baffled and bemused at what's going on. So we found out a bit about Australia. Now, you didn't like it because I did an, Aust- an Australian impression once before. Yeah, and off air, you've had a chat with me about this, yeah. about the great man, Steve Owen. Some yeah. would say one of Australia's greatest exports. Finest. Finest, really? Yep, yep. Do, I mean, over there, do people really miss him? What, you know, is there statues? Well, well, yeah. Kylie Minogue? Well, yeah, that's a good point, actually, Dave, because you think about all the Australian entertainers you know over here. Dame Edna yeah, Everidge. Right. Holly Valance. Holly Valance. Where did Holly Valance come from? She used to be a neighbour. Australia, apparently. But mostly, for me, Steve Irwin always is up there. Ralph Harris. Ah, he is Australia's biggest yeah. Russell Crowe. Vets in Practice was a brilliant yeah. program. Nicole Kidman. <laughs> Vets, Vets in Practice. No, it was Animal Hospital, you fool. Oh, yes. Vets in Practice <laughs> had Trudor Mostu in it, that oh, incompetent no, vet who kept I'm, hacking cats to bits. I'm, I met Trudor once. Is that what derailed her veterinary career? <laughs> yeah. did, did someone take you in to be put down? No. No, right. neutered. He was neutered. <laughs> it explains a lot about his character. He's had uh, neuticles put in, which I believe are fake testicles for dogs. And he is... He has his very home pair. Really? Yeah, you can get these things called neuticles. neuticles. Yeah, so if you have your dog neutered, you can get fake ones put in, so they still look like a... But why, like a why would anyone why would care that much? Well, what must it taste like as well when it's licking? Oh, no, I don't think you can get flavoured ones. <laughs> no, there's, a good, there's a good idea. Yeah, Hang on. There's a good idea. Earlier on, I was having a discussion about making my millions, and I think we've just stumbled onto it. Boys, boys in the basement, balls. Eh? Boys in the basement, balls. Yes, and actually, did you know that That's boys in the basement is slang for testicles? Well, if, you, if you're referring to your boys in the basement, uh, on the streets, I believe the streets of like London, obviously I'm quite street-rise myself. I uh, 
Been enrolled in a couple of pretty rowdy gangs of guys around the London estates. If you refer to your boys in the basements, you're talking about your testicles. Can you imagine how long Liam would actually last on like an East London estate? Hey, I'd be good. I'd love to see him dressed like that on an estate. Like, come on, boys, your number's up. Come on, let's clear this graffiti up. Come on, let's pick up some. It'd be brilliant. I, I'd be good. I'd revolutionise the streets of London. I'd be like the Pied Piper. I'd blow my pipe and they would follow. And I then you'd be, be shot. shot in minutes. Yeah. I wouldn't get shot. No, I've never been shot so far, so the laws of averages say i You don't spend much time in East London. <laughs> All right, well, ne- uh, coming soon, a documentary from the people who brought you boys in the basement. It's Liam in London, and it's going to be a smash hit that ends, apparently, in me dying. So, is London that bad these days? Well, I associate it with, like, Pudding Lane and stuff like that, and the Great Fire of London, and it being a twee place. So Shakespeare you uh, associate it with something that happened several hundred years ago? Yeah, well, I'm a bit behind that. Hey, uh, the other day, you had a go at me about Icarus. You brought up Icarus like it was a current affair. It went, hmm, Icarus, what became of him? So don't you have a go at me for being ensconced in the 16th century culture, you silly man. And on that bombshell, we've got an email to read, and it's about something totally different, but it brings Jeff back into the equation. Jeff, oh. say hello. Hello. Now, hello. Jeff is a man who has done a lot of very good work for charity, and he is soon to be doing some more good work for charity. Aren't that, you, was ab- that was absolutely brilliant, Liam. As you introduced yes. him, oh. in that time between <laughs> you introducing him, he's, he's saying he's yes, he had, to, he had to get up off the sofa, take his blanket off because he's sat, <laughs> he sat in a draft, <laughs> stumble across done. the room as quickly as possible to go, yes, <laughs> and right on cue he was there. Now, Jeff, what I'm going to do is obviously you can read this email, but if I just uh, let you read it, that's not going to work well for radio. No. So I will have to read this email out, but don't that's feel patronised. I, I just won't look at it. Now, obviously, because of the bike ride you're doing, you're going to be cycling from? <laughs> Calais. Calais, Jeff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Jeff's going to be cycling from Calais to Amsterdam. This isn't sturdy yeah. out well, is it? No. no. So hopefully he, someone can Port. get him to Calais and just point him in the right direction. Elf, you go. Well, the other two have been starting in Portsmouth, so I just got... I assume Portsmouth and Calais are the We're same starting in Calais. They pretty much are, to Listeners. be honest. They're about the same standard. So yeah, Jeff will be cycling. I was going to let him speak, but it seems like he's, <laughs> he's only just woken up. Um, he's been in the corner sucking a flannel. Yeah, Do you remember right. sucking flannels when you were young? No. Yeah. No. Who else did that I when do, they were young? Mate. In no. the bath, no. suck a flannel. Nice sucking a flannel. Was it your own flannel? Uh, I hope Actually so. saying that, I do now have yeah. vague recollections. You see, everyone's like this. The feeling of water passing mm. past your teeth. And the drying out of a flannel. No, that's just when you drunk a glass of water. <laughs> oh, yeah. But yes, so Jeff is going to be doing some charity work and we've had a lot of support for what you're going to do from the fans of the show. Oh, that's good. And a few episodes ago, we had Ben Erry come on the show, yes, editor so. of Yeah! Magazine. Yeah-magazine.com, great publication, get involved. You can get the link through our Facebook fan page, facebook.com slash boysinthebasementuk. And Eri sent us a message about your bike ride, Jeff. Oh, lovely. So I've basically just become like the contact between you two. Yeah, you have. This has become a very very elaborate way of communicating between Ben, Eri and (laughs) Jeff Hillman. I just, the email a radio show, what could be simpler? He said, I'm on the train to Portsmouth listening to episode 11. Fantastic show as always. Thanks again for having me on the last show. I'd love to come on again. Right, the bike ride. I would like to suggest a charity you could support. Dizzy Support for Diabetes. It was started and is run by my uncle. They do a lot of good work. He's given us a website address there. Dizzy.org.uk And also, he'd like to support the whole event. So, Yeah Magazine wants to give their backing via their website and he'd also be interested in coming on the tour with you. He's come along doing photos, doing some media. How does that make you feel? That's brilliant. I'd absolutely love to have Ben along on that. He's a good lad, isn't he, Ben? He's a very good lad. So, Ben, it's looking like that's a yes. Nothing set in stone, but this is the problem when you do all your communication through me and a radio show. Because I'm a liability and shouldn't be in charge of anything ever. I'm in charge of timekeeping on this show. And where's the... I've lost... I've actually lost the clock. Where have you put the clock? It's on the floor, look. By your feet. By your feet. But I think that's very... Anything you'd like to say to Ben? 
Oh, well, Ben, thank you very much for your support. <laughs> and um, obviously, I'd love to have you along on the bike ride. I think it'd be a brilliant thing. Once you know where it's starting from, it'll be great. Well, once yeah. I remember, yeah. yeah. Um, I'll let Swanee let you know where we're starting from, because obviously I'll I thought forget. it was Calais. I thought that well, was yeah. pretty set in stone. <laughs> it is. Well, it's Calais's a big place, though. Yeah. Once I... <laughs> Just yeah. turn up in Calais. It's somewhere near the ferry. Better mind, I'll forget again, so mm. I'd probably tell him to start in Bristol or something. Oh, that would be so. fantastic. <laughs> Bristol to wherever it is in France. Yeah. Amsterdam is near France. Where we're going. We're going to Amsterdam, by the way. I think I got it in oh, there whilst you were trying to remember what your name was. Oh, right, okay. Mm. The, only reason, well, the only reason the, the trip is now Calais to Amsterdam is they were scared of the hills of Ireland. Well, that's not that, true. No. Anyway, thank you for that, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Thomas Palin and uh, such like there. On that bombshell, we can discuss our because we've got another song we need to play, and it's a blooming good song. And these boys are going to be flying the flag for England as they cycle majestically through France and Holland and Belgium and such like. So this song is called The Way We're Made, open brackets, Made in England. And it's by a fantastic band called Missing Andy. And they uh, recently won a competition on Sky TV. And this song is an absolute anthem. And this is the anthem of your bike ride, Jeff. It is the actual anthem of your bike ride. So have a listen to this. Feel potent, feel powerful, and come back when we will be talking technical with the Department of Audio and Visual Engineering, open brackets, Dave. Close brackets. Enjoy. I'm made in England. I call it my kingdom. She might let me down. She will never take a bow for me. Salt down the river. You scream till they hear ya. And I'm still standing proud. Even as every town has fallen down to its knees. Time when I was born in 89 I lived in a terraced house, kept down the line We didn't have much money, but we got on just fine And knock down ginger is what we played, just to pass the time At the school dinners, we had something called semolina Your guess is good as mine, I don't know what it is either And I can remember an explosion going up on the wolf one day And I was scared, and that's where mum used to say She will up and tell me, don't be afraid She will up and say, it's just the things ain't great And all through the night time, sleeping with the lights why it was made, just the way it was made She will up and tell me just be safe She will up and say run for another day Never went to church but yes sometimes we pray It's just the way I was made I'm made in England I call it my kingdom She might let me down She will never take a bow for me Soul down the river Scream till they hear ya I'm still standing proud Even as every town has fallen down to its knees Straight up the school when it was Grand Jill on the box Dinner was a chippy, now we love the curry shop They're straight to the streets to see what was happening There was still an healthy fear for the old bill for breaking and entering The only bit of grass we had said no ball games And in the bushes there was glue slivers and pervers on a day-to-day And then the bus explodes and 7-7 seven, seven blows us all away And that's when I got advice from me dad And he will often tell me don't be afraid He will often say it's just the same fear, a different name So take it in your stride, don't let it compromise Just the way it was made, son, just the way it was Made. He will always tell me don't cause a fight But if it comes your way son, fight for your life I never went to church but sometimes I pray It's just the way I was made I'm made in England I call it my kingdom She might let me 
love the feeling and the sense of pride When England are playing and we can stand there side by side And the passion is felt throughout the ground Or people watching on their TV screens Cos right, we're gonna bring it home and it ain't just a dream God, how sad is that? I talk about pride and you tag me the enemy I'm just your average working class Tea in a flask, subsidising your properties But we will stand up and take back and stop all this greed There is no choice out there, they all bring us to our knees And sometimes we drink, drink, drink to excess Cause one half don't realise our raft's in a mess So take another picture and send me the fine Charge me the earth for the things I need to buy It's totally insane, but I guess we won't complain It's just the way we're made I'm made in England I call it my kingdom She may let me down Take a bow for me Soul down the river Scream till they hear ya And I'm still standing proud Even as every town has fallen down to its Missing Andy there with their song, The Way We're Made, open brackets, made in England. And if you like that, and why wouldn't you like that? You can find out more about them on missingandy.co.uk. We really like that. It's going to be the theme tune to the boys' bike ride. Jeff, how did you feel to have a theme tune? I think it's amazing. He thinks it's amazing. And that man is noble. He is a noble man. Oh, yes. He is noble, yes. Is that racist? It no. could be perceived. Why did that? you all look racist? Not racist. You didn't look racist. You looked concerned. <laughs> I don't think you could actually project the emotion racism through a look. Um, but that besides, what a tune. And also, we had an email before there. And I will say, Brandy, our super fan from America, has sent us an email. It's mostly aimed at Mr. Swan, though. But we're not going to read it out because Mr. Swan's not here. But she does want to send a package to him to try and better really? Libby's package. Mm. So we are just going to become like package central down here. So Mr. Swan... <laughs> Mr. Swan will never have to buy another pair of clothes again. My headphones seem uncannily loud. Who's turned me up? Oh, I turned myself up. I remember doing that now. Yeah, cool. Things. I had a Danish as well. That was nice. Mr. North didn't like his. I dropped crumbs on his bloody carpet. Oh, he's a right old drip. Right. We've met Barry Monday. We have met Mr. North. We have met Jeff. And there is one man still to meet. One man who stands alone in the fight against poor quality recording. It is our new Department of Audio and Visual Engineering, Dave! Yes, Dave has very kindly come on board with the Boys in the Basement project. The movement, the revolution that is launching from this basement because he thinks that a lot more could be done with our sound, don't you, Dave? Absolutely. What's wrong with our current sound? Um, well, where does the list begin, to be perfectly honest? Start at the top, work your way down. Well, we've got see, 25 minutes to fill. Well, OK, well then, if we've got 25 minutes, we really, really, really could just go on and on and on. OK, starting off, <laughs> you have zero compression. No, we don't ever have compression. No. And this is something that really... You really don't really like the lack of compression in this show. Now, people listen to this who don't understand what compression is give us an idiot's guide to compression um making things sound much better than they are and more like the radio ah so we want to sound like a radio show not well, like no, no, a... actually this is just what i've decided oh okay honest. hang on you're taking over it's yeah. like the mutiny on the bounty i can't take this and someone's put a folder where our foot wants to go that, that was me as well how dare you? you've come in you've ruined the feng shui of the basement 
Who do you think you are? Doesn't things need to be against certain walls with things? I don't know. I think if you point the toilet to the east, it means you'll have good luck. Ah, okay. Yeah, you see? We haven't got a toilet down here yet. Mr. North. Exactly where you put Can you stop wobbling the desk? I'm sorry. See, look, this is he it's a dictatorship that this he doesn't like people wobbling his desk. Let alone try and get a toilet down here. Mr. North, explain yourself. What's wrong with a wobbly desk? Well, because it kept wobbling. (laughs) Okay, well there we go. Brilliant. That's That's the top tip from episode twelve. If something wobbles, it wobbles. Okay. So Dave, you've got a bit of a history with all this sort of stuff. You actually come with some pedigree, don't you, Dave? Well, in the sense that I had a dodgy microphone business at some point. <laughs> but you have, you have no, don't talk yourself down, because you've had a proper education in sound, haven't you? Oh, well, I have to a certain degree, yes. You actually have a degree, well, don't you? a degree, yeah. Yeah, that's, so that's don't just say, I once got the bailiffs round. You start with something <laughs> positive, like, I've got a degree in sound engineering. I'm actually good at what I'm doing. And you've also broadcast, for a very brief period of time, your own radio show, didn't you? Well, in the sense that I tried to hook up a microphone to my central heating system and broadcast across the Clanfield. And did, was it a success? Um, well, not really, no. How far did you broadcast to? Probably about 10 feet. Did anyone tune in? Matt, who was sat in the car outside. So, um, yeah, it it kind of worked out in in, in certain respects. And that was Radio Dave, wasn't it? It was Radio Dave, yes. Radio Dave broadcasting to one listener. (laughs) Well, you know, you've got central heating systems, I think, don't get used enough. No, no, no. There are many uses for central heating systems. Why not use them to broadcast a radio show? Why not? That's the future for us, Mr. North. I hope you're taking notes. We're going to use your heating system to broadcast to the kebab shop that is adjacent to your house. Yes, I have learned a lot from Dave in the last few hours. He's been teaching me how to use all this. Yeah, has he taught you how to be close to the mic when you're talking into it? Uh, no, because he's not either. Actually. No, no, no. I'm, I'm oh really not. god, this could be the worst signing ever. But Dave, he's bit, he's run his own radio show. He's got a degree in sound engineer. He's actually overqualified to be here. Well, I wouldn't really say overqualified. I'm all right, I suppose. (laughs) (laughs) He's modest, you you can give him that. Because really, Dave was here to use our new equipment, which, as we've covered off, I accidentally forgot to order. Wasn't I really here because Mr Swan was ill and then the last... No, you were coming on anyway, and when Mr Swan went ill, I went, ah, Dave is content to fill the hole, the void. (laughs) So I end up with a microphone instead. So you get a microphone, and you've also prepared, very kindly, a little feature for us, haven't you? I I, I kind of have, yes. Because as well as being a very talented engineer and a man of sound and, you know, really a a guiding light in the audio-visual hemisphere... saying that, there's no visual involved with this, is there? Ah, yeah, we do videos at the end of the show. Ah, yes. We're being filmed right now. There is, there's a camera pointing. That's why I've still got my clothes on. Usually I broadcast nude. But no, Dave has prepared a feature and it is based around his skill, which is... Uh, playing the guitar, I suppose. Yes. I have prepared a small... Well, actually saying that, we're going to repeat the same section as we did last time, slightly differently. <laughs> uh, is it another quiz? It is another no. quiz. <laughs> Hang on, we haven't had a quiz, quiz recently, though, have we? No, no, no. I can't no, remember we... any quizzes that this show has no, done within never. the last 20 minutes. No, no, no. No, we either. are at the forefront of new ideas all the time. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, they're saying that, you know, they're all coming along like buses, don't they? How, what is the format of your quiz? Uh, well, basically, I am going to play a little tune to you. On a what? A kazoo? Uh, but no, on, on, on a certain instrument I may be holding within my arms. Dave? Seeing as I've already just mentioned the fact that I'm a guitar teacher, it's probably quite obvious. Yeah, but you've got to repeat things three times for uh, listeners. Uh, uh, yeah, sorry. Rules yes, of I, radio! I play guitar, I play guitar, I think I also play guitar. So now for you, I'm going to play Mozart's Sonata in <laughs> B-flat. Um, no, uh, I'm going to play a couple of tracks for you. And uh, fingers on buzzers. Cool. Right, basically, I'm going to play a song, or a little intros round kind of thing, and it's going to be who can guess the track first. Okay. Right, okay, so here we go. Track number one. 
And what is it? Sweet child of mine. He is indeed correct. Favorite song ever. Favorite song ever. Did Which your buzzer I... work there? Or did you just not know? He's I'm just fine. pathetically shaking Do you want an to alarm hit this clock bit? in front this of a mic. Could be like a drum. Can I have a bit? <laughs> <laughs> it's like choose your buzzer around. Oh my god! This is the, the how poor the stands are. That we're fighting over who gets a rubbish bin. <laughs> okay. Round two. Round two. Question number two. Okay. It's that top of the pops thing. Uh, that doesn't count. Can Led have Zeppelin, the please. Yes. And the song is called a "Whole Lot of Lead." No, no, no whole lot of love. Uh, okay, oh, I, I think we're going for a sort of half point because it was, in fact, Led Zeppelin with "Whole Lot of Love." Ah, oh. I was right. thinking of the covers bands, the tribute band, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. Here we go. Next song, uh, track number three. And what have we got here? Liam was first to go. I don't know. Was there a drum happening over there? Yeah, there oh, no. Was there a drum first? Barry, Barry Take drum. On Me by Aha. And there we take go. Take On Me by Aha. Your Barry got that one. That. Yeah. Barry's had his mic taken away because we've had to use it to make the guitar work. That's why he sounds a bit distant due to the unique way in which the Boys in the Basement podcast is funded. Okay. All right. Now, now, now I've got one. Is, uh, it one. is it one point each? No, actually. Me, here, me and Barry have got a point and a half each, haven't we? Yeah, 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 Ooh, okay. Mr. North, <laughs> yet to leave the starting block. Okay, well, Mr. North should be okay with this one, really. I know, it's Petrol Boys or something, isn't it? Um, <laughs> no, actually. Young I mean, man, there's is... no need to feel down, a steady young man. This is actually probably slightly more sensible for Mr. North okay. to be able to get, really. Okay, here we go. Track number four. And what that have was, we got here? That was Barry first. Yeah, is, that, that's the Boys in the Basement podcast. It you? certainly <laughs> is, my friend. <laughs> well, how and did I we love not get that? I didn't recognise it. How did you not that? What a tune! Oh, brilliant. I've never heard it played oh, live wicked. acoustically before. Well, yeah, do it again, go. do it again. <laughs> yeah. I think I've decided how we're being played out at the end of the show now. <laughs> we go anyway anyway that was a bit indulgent yeah it certainly was really to be perfectly honest right okay now we have track number five and Liam again it's the Rolling Stones with Jumping Jack Flash absolutely wrong no next is Barry it is the Stones oh my god is it brown sugar it certainly is brown sugar yeah do I get the point for that? You might do. What do you mean I, you I, might? No, 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 I master. suppose yeah, you do. Yes. You get the point for that. What does that mean? Am I leading? That's, no, two and a half each. And we're down to our last track. Okay. Come on, Australia. Okay. And now this is one that is generally synonymous with myself. Sweet old Alabama. And he's right. Well done, mate. That was a good round. So, what the, did I did I win that quiz? Importantly, this is what people yes. need to know. Unfortunately, Liam also won that quiz. And I'm being handed a bin as my prize. It's percussion. Woo. It's percussion. Is there no dime bars we can get? I'm going to go you? and drink my celebration champagne out of it. Did you hear about that geezer who run, won the Ryder Cup? Who won the Ryder Cup this year, was it? Graham McDowell. Didn't he? He went, then he got into trouble because he was filmed, he, him and his kids eating breakfast cereal out of the trophy the next day. I think for, for Kellogg's Crunchy Nut advert. No, he was just doing it at home and he put it on YouTube. There's only one crunchy nut in here and it's <laughs> you, my boy. 
I enjoyed that quiz. That's the first live music we've ever had in the basement. Yeah, and hopefully not 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 the last. No, if that is the a bit of a tester for some ideas we've got coming up in future shows. We're going to have actual like a live lounge going on down here. I think that name's been taken. It have to be called the <laughs> the, the the live basement. No, that still doesn't have no? a ring to it. No, no, no. What what about like the the? We'll, we'll sort something out. We'll let, we know. We don't need to decide right now. And. What's happening now? I've forgotten where we are in the show. What's even going on? Is it and the end? Another pre-recorded song. Ah, yeah, we've got music coming up. God, I have not even Mr. Swan here. He holds the show together, doesn't he? Without well, he, saying anything. All he does is sit there looking smug. And then when he's gone, I don't even know whether the show's finishing, starting or what. Dave, thank you very much for that quiz. Not a problem. Um, with that, so we've introduced him as our Department of Audio and Visual Engineering. He's going to be making a big impact on the show. Why are you giggling to yourself? Uh, because I almost just said a naughty word. Don't say naughty words. But ended I just going shh. Okay, right, we have got another song for you now before we enter the, the Twilight era of the show. And this is a song by a young lady I fancy a bit called Grace Banks. And she's done a lovely song called Cough Cry. And it's a bit folky and I like to play a chilled out number at the end of the, uh, end of the show. So, see what you think of this. And when we'll be back, we are going to have the news, which we didn't do last week, and it caused outrage. A nation is divided, so we've got the news story coming up, then we've got our poem, and then we will leave you in peace to live your lives for another two weeks. So enjoy this tune. One, two, three, Nails and I, we have never got on Today I am biting them off When you left me, all you left me was a taste for cigarettes And all the cigarettes gave me was a cough Cough, cough, cry, cry Cough, cough, oh why Now I find myself on the corner of a street Praying into a can Looking for the answers to the questions that you threw up I think I'm gonna throw up in my hand Cough, cough, cry, cry Cough, cough, I want to die Cough, cough, cry, cry Cough, cough, oh I For you, all my friends have told me so. Should be happy that you went. Yeah, I'm more of a man than you will ever be. Not sure that's what I meant. Oh, cough, cough, cry, cry, cough, cough. Oh, why? Cough, cough, cry, cry, cough, cough. Oh, why? I've had enough, big sigh, pick me up, I'm fine, yeah, I've had enough, big sigh, pick me up, high five. Grace Banks there, and the song was Cough Cry, and that was very relaxing. We're all calm and we are ready for the return of something brilliant. Not Mr. Swan, but it is the return of the news!
This is the news. 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 It's the news! Yes, after a one-week absence due to being oversubscribed for content last show, we have the news here, and we've picked three, frankly, brilliant headlines to come back with. And here they are. What happens here is I read out three headlines, and everyone in the room will pick one headline that we particularly like the look of. So here we go. First headline, filmmaker finds evidence of time travel. Man forced to eat his own beard. Pensioner smashes up hotel room in telephone prank. This is going to be a really tricky one to decide. Because I, I really want to hear from two of them. I want to hear about the man that eats his own beard. Well, I can give that to you to take away. <laughs> can we do the smashed up one? If you want, because you like to be smashed up, don't you? Preferring to your sobriety. Who's going to read the news today? Usually it's Mr. Swan, isn't it? Oh, we've got. What about our Australian cousin as a special treat? Yeah, are we going to give him back a mic for this? You ready for this, Barry? Yeah, I'm ready. Good to go. Here we go. Man Barry is going to take it away. Here we go. This must be true. A 73-year-old man smashed up a motel bedroom in South Carolina after falling victim to a prank caller. Joseph Jones had just checked in when he got a phone call from a man purporting to be the manager. He told Mr. Jones that the previous occupant of the room had installed hidden cameras, which Mr. Jones had to destroy. Mr. Jones diligently followed the instructions, smashing the TV set with the toilet system (laughs) lid and breaking mirrors with a wrench. Where did he get a wrench from? In a hotel room, where the hell do you get a wrench? Well, they just keep yeah. lying about, don't they? That's, you know, it's like do a they? Bible in the top drawer. <laughs> That's some minibar. Yeah, right. He was then told that there was also a four foot three midget in the next door room. Does four foot three qualify as a midget? That sounds quite tall to me. I think it was anything under five foot, wasn't it? It was like Ronnie Cor. I've had girlfriends that are shorter than that. Is that and right? I wouldn't ever say that I've dated a midget. Ever. Are you sure? <laughs> well, then that bears mm. the question of was it a child? Oh, oh God! Oh, no. Hey, oh, no mud will stick. Oh no! Anyway, no. back to the story. <laughs> Thank you, Barry. No problem. So He's a pro. he was told that the four-foot-three-inch midget was in the next room, who needed rescuing. He busily smashed his way through the adjoining door, couldn't get through, so then started about the wall with the wrench <laughs> and broke through the wall when a motel employee called the police. Very shortly after this, the seventy-three-year-old man was asked to leave the premises. <laughs> I'm surprised he hadn't smashed his way out by then. Why would you do that? Why would you just believe a phone call to smash up a hotel room? I don't know. And 73 as well. If gets a phone call to smash up this house, don't do it. (gasps) That's the the best idea ever. But the thing is, they would call the house phone, presumably, which is a similar situation. And then they would call you and go, well, I live here, so I'm not going to smash up my own room. (laughs) But as in a hotel, you'd kind of go... I'm staying... No, actually, that is just total ridiculousness, isn't it? 100%. That man was not well. 73 years old, though. That's a lot of smashing for a 70... To smash through a wall. Yeah, hidden anger issues. What a good news story. What a brilliant return for the you news. I'm quite baffled about that. Here. Well, I'm yeah. just thinking about, like... Because I'm imagining the 73-year-old as being, like, Hans Molman from The Simpsons. That's what I'm imagining, like, like those big glass and that little bald head. And just, like, wielding a wrench and, like, lifting up and, like, having a real struggle. But he smashed mirrors, TVs... I wonder if he had to pay the bill. Does it say if he had to pay the bill? No, it doesn't make any comment about that. He just said he was asked to leave. Yep. <laughs> he must have made him pay the bill. Well, I suppose the police would have got involved then, wouldn't they? Yeah. That's weird. But a very good news story. Where was that from, that news story? Uh, that was from The Week. Ah, Mr North's favourite publication. His jaunty middle finger up at the establishment. <laughs> and we haven't actually referenced The Week for a while, but every time I use your uh, 
facilities upstairs, which I always do, and then you moan at me because you've got no toilet roll left. And actually, I used all your milk last time I came around as well. Not for going to the toilet. Mm. It wasn't like a new thing, moisturising. Uh, <laughs> but I keep using all of his everything. But I repaid him today by uh, giving him a pizza. Did you feel grateful for the pizza? Uh, yes, thank you. Poem music started, Liam. Has it started? Right. I've yeah, written. I do make my production duties like take them very seriously. Okay, I've written a poem today, and I've received quite a bit of ribbing in the past few weeks from Mr North saying all my poems sound the same. Well, they do. Which I, no, they don't. They're all I very mean, good. I think they're all wonderful. What do you mean the past few weeks? It's like 11 a... weeks. So like I've written a poem and I've tried to give it a different flow, a different feel. So see what you think of this, all right? And this is about this show. It's about the missing of Mr Swan. It's about having an Australian in the room. And it's about our sound engineer. So hopefully you will enjoy this because I spent hours writing this. Hours. Absolutely hours. It might have been five minutes before the show. But here we go. Are we ready? This poem's called... I haven't given it a title. I'll read it, you can decide at the end what we're going to call it, yeah? Arrested in sickness, it's a loss of the slickness. It's a day's breaking news in the cold winter blues. One man's a fooler, two others stand taller, reaching for verbs to object to the words. We still have our songs, then the show must go on. New voices in spaces, a meeting of races, of podium dreams, cork hats and new reams, of nectar-like needs or birds and the bees. New skills underground, underheld, underhand. A new messiah moves forward with dreams moved towards. Wires go forth while static falls fifth. Waves of new sound that compound as they hound. A presentation, no destination. To a waiting nation, a twin reverberation. Homes filled with laughs from sofas, from baths. A few brave men will stand before ten. But hundreds will follow, no space is left hollow. As we pretend to amend this mess that we tend. But be assured, into minds we have gnawed. A dozen doesn't mean that we are getting bored. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah! Let's bring it. That's the best so far. Did we like that poem? Uh, yeah, it was that beat. Yeah, I brilliant. thought it was fantastic. What are we going to call it? The best poem so far. <laughs> yeah! That's going on the back of my, um, when I released my book of poetry, the best poem ever written that was, Keats in your face! Shakespeare, take that! I've written the best poem the world has ever seen! And what a bombshell to end our 12th episode on. It has been odd. We haven't had Mr. Swan, but it's been good because we've had Barry Mundy. Thank you. Thank you. We've had guys. Department of Audio and Visual Engineering. Thank you very much. We've also had Jeffrey Hillman occupying the subterranean sofa. And if anyone out there would like to come and sit on our subterranean sofa and watch us record a show, because frankly, it's a good experience because you get beer, you get pizza, you get entertainment, you get warmth, you get a blanket and a flannel to suck. I got no pizza. Jeff is claiming now he got no pizza. There's pizza upstairs, cold, that you can have. Pick it out of the bin, you'll be right as rain, my son. Heck of a show. If you want to get in touch, you've got anything to say, it's Liam at boysinthebasementpodcast.com. We've got a brilliant website with brilliant videos, which is boysinthebasementpodcast.com. We've got our YouTube channel, and you can see what we're up to. We're going to do a blog, and we'll put that on the website for you, so you can see our beautiful little faces. And also, we have Twitter, but we're not going to bother promoting that anymore, because Mr. North can't be bothered. He just says, go to Twitter, and you'll find us. That day will come. It's the new beginning. And the only other thing I'd like to say is that Dave is going to play us out with his beautiful acoustic version of our outro jingle. Are you ready, Dave? Acoustic with an electric guitar, and yes, I am. Because we have been the boys. This has been The Basement. You have been the listener. Goodbye! (laughs) 